Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologian. We are here today to put the her in nerd. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. Welcome to 2020, where we're still, still, doing, still doing this thing. <laughs> Haven't stopped. Stopped for a and little it while. Wasn't even our, it wasn't even our resolution to come up with better hers and she's. I will, I'm done. I, I'm done resoluting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done thinking that I'm actually going to do better about that. Like sometimes I really do think I'll do better about it, but I'm not. I say we'll do better, but we're not. But I never really have any intention. Not. It started out great, did it? And so we <laughs> want you guys to just remember that those times. <laughs> just think back. And every once in a while, we come up with a good one. <laughs> once every quarter. Think back to 2016. <laughs> just every time you hear a bad one, just go. Oh. Oh well. There'll be there'll be a good one sometime here. <laughs> one of these days. I mean, that's why they come and listen. Right. For the she's and the hers. That's obviously the only reason anyone is here. Right. And um, my name is Summer Yeager, and I am back from the dead here with my beautiful... Spiritually. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it feels physically. <laughs> I have never been so sick in my entire I know, yeah. life. Never been that sick. I, My whole life, I've always thought... So I had a really, really... When I had chicken pox as a kid, because okay. I... I we were born back before they started vaccinating for yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I was fully vaccinated for someone born in 1989. Yeah. But they didn't vac vaccinate for chicken pox mm -hmm. back then. So they it was kind of this thing. Them. Everybody gets it once and that's that. And you're done. Right? Well, I had I had like a really bad case. Like my head to toe. How old were you? I was in kindergarten. Okay. And I was covered head to toe every two centimeters i had a pock so basically <laughs> it was it was bad enough for a five-year-old to remember yes because you oh you I, lose a lot of five-year-old memories no it was but not that very one. clear I, I i was literally covered my face was covered i was completely because i don't remember when i got chicken pox but i know i had them it was really really bad i had to the only relief i could get was uh laying in the bathtub on a bunch of towels like that was like filling up the tub, oh. but I had to lay on towel. I mean, it was bad. One time I did at a birthday party of mine, I sat in a, my mom put me in, thanks mom. She put <laughs> me in a, to, in timeout at, on my own birthday party <laughs> in a, a, um, where do ants live? In hill hills? In a fire ant hill. No. What did you do? I well, I didn't realize at first until they were yeah. like all over me, biting yeah, me. Of course. And then this was on your <laughs> maybe birthday. Maybe it wasn't my mom's fault because <laughs> <laughs> that week in preschool I got put into timeout. <laughs> so maybe it was just Joy. me. Um, you had your you sowing your wild oats early. Well, but this was this was kind of not not super okay. Um, but <laughs> the the lady who was in charge that day was not who was normally in charge. Okay. And I was in timeout and she was like yelling at me because I kept scratching. <laughs> it was like, this is nothing to do. This is not me protesting my position in timeout. This is right. me having sat in a 
fire ant fire hill, hill yeah. earlier this week right and you're just itchy yeah but, but wait, they gave me why like did your mom, do you remember why your mom put you i was probably being a brat yeah. like don't you kind of in those young birthdays so i was in preschool so we're okay. talking like four or five or younger yeah so yeah anytime you're that age i mean really any forever your whole life <laughs> if someone really when goes you're in out of their way and then forever yeah if anyone goes out of their way to make like a whole day or a whole week about you like yeah you kind of become a horrible person right. at some yeah. point you're like this whole world revolves around me right that's why parents regret taking their kids on vacation and things like right. that right um you just like really ramp up the narcissism but yeah i yeah. probably walked up to her and was like don't you know i'm in charge here <laughs> and she was like go sit over there and then i was like i'm itchy <laughs> that's amazing but I'm i do really remember that. that so yeah yeah no i i that's my chicken pox were like that but everywhere yeah my whole yeah, at least they didn't get me on the face. It was real bad. And so anyway, up until last week, the chicken pox was the most sick I've ever been. Uh, but last week was, it knocked it out of the park. Well, it seemed like you got a particularly bad strain oh, of it. My goodness. Because I knew people, I mean, everyone who I know that got it was yeah. really sick, but yeah. you just had like a length yeah. There was a length on you. Well, I told but... you there was a moment. It was, you know, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I've. <sighs> Our husbands are being loud. <laughs> it was two o'clock in the morning. I had a. I was on my like 12th hour with 104 degree temperature. Uh -huh. Couldn't sleep. And I remember like sitting <laughs> in the bathroom thinking, like, you know, if I die, like, that's fine. <laughs> 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 like it was, I'm not worried at all it was, it was, about that. It was really, and I know that's dramatic, but it was probably the, a lot of the fever talking. But it oh, was yeah. really. You don't think correctly when you have a fever that high. No, no, it was really intense, and so you know, I didn't have a voice all week, and mm -hmm. I couldn't breathe. I mean, it was bad. It was like really bad. so many women in our country. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I had no voice. <laughs> it's like the, at the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i'm just happy to, I, I think you can probably still hear it a little bit yeah but i'm just happy to be well, we're glad you're better yeah i am i don't i'm not 100 percent yet but i'm i'm out of bed mm -hmm. and that's my favorite well really your husband excited. drove you down here yeah my husband time. had to drive me down here so yeah our husbands are both sitting here at the table this is the first yeah playing with knives apparently that's, that's not a first <laughs> Anyway, that's me. I'm Summer Yeager. You're who? Who are you? <laughs> I'm Joy Hunter. And you have the cutest baby draped over mm -hmm. your shoulder is right now. Is she sleeping? She is sleeping now. Yep. Little Georgia sleeping on me. Baby Jojo. She's doing good. She's getting big. So big. I think she's like. Yeah. How much does she weigh now? Um, 13 mm -hmm. pounds, nine ounces. Sounds about right. She's like 26 inches long. I can't believe how cute she is. Yeah, she's gotten a little more chunky. So chunky. She's learning all about the world. She has a natural mohawk. Mm -hmm. Just grows in that way. Yep. It's adorable. Her hair is kind of lightening up a little bit. I love it. How was your Christmas break? How was it? I don't know. I, I don't know anything. Because pretty much right after Christmas, I went to my deathbed and stayed there for a long time. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, and we haven't seen each other since like the beginning of December. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, It was good. We just... 
I got super excited and we did the whole thing and yeah. um exchanged presents and yeah. saw everybody on the day and did all those things. Georgia got a lot of presents. Did she? And does she love them? <laughs> yes. I know she loves her cactus mitten. Oh yeah. Her little cactus mitten. When um, you're from when you're a baby born in Arizona, you get mittens made of cacti <laughs> and you love them and you chew on them. Right. And it's fine. Well and before fine. anyone's like, Arizona's <laughs> not cold <laughs> this mitten is like a teething mitten. It has like a little silicone cactus topper on it. Yeah. So she can like chew on it and then it's Oh crinkly. I'm so sorry. So so sorry. Okay. I'm gonna hang that up. Okay, it's crink- it's crinkly. <laughs> it's crinkly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was good. How was your? Uh, well, yeah. like you just said, you were. My dad came. But my, you weren't sick on Christmas, no, luckily. No. My parents came up, um, spent Christmas with us. It was super cool. My dad is basically Santa. He loves yeah. it. Um, he gets a lot of joy out yeah, of giving. He does, presents. and he's very dedicated to uh, turkey and stuffing on both oh, yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas, and so. My parents, it was so funny. We were up at five o'clock in the morning before that, earlier than that, to get the turkey going so we could have turkey and stuffing. And it was really funny because it was like five o'clock in the morning. We get all this stuff going. We get the turkey, you know, stuffed and get it in and everything. And it was me and Eric and my parents. And it was dark. We're like sitting in my living room watching The Mandalorian because my parents hadn't seen it. Oh, (laughs) And that was just a fun, it was like really cozy. It was like, this yeah. is totally, this is what I want to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. It's very cozy. It's very Christmassy. It smells like, it smells like the holidays yeah. because the turkey and stuffing is, is a white family tradition. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, it was just really, it was nice. But um, I'm super excited to get just back into normal. You know, I love the holidays, yeah. but I'm tired and I'm super yeah. excited to get just like back into a normal swing of things yeah i think for me it's a lot i really like doing the whole thing but especially with like my mental faculties are already very stretched Uh uh-huh and then planning and try and getting excited and being like okay let's have people over this night and this night and this night and this night Uh um and just like hosting and making a lot of extra food and Uh yeah it's it's probably it's great need a little break like you sometimes you're ready to get back into like a normal routine. Yeah. And that's totally where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So, but it was great. It was good. My birthday is coming up. It is. Birth month. It is. Um, We're about to start. Oh, I need to talk to you guys about book club. We're about to get going on book club again. Mm-hmm. I had to, I planned on getting going a week or two ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, isn't it so interesting <laughs> that this is really the first time like sickness has really, really prevented yeah. Yes. The show from happening. Because I always yeah. wondered when it would be. Me too. And I kind of thought it would be sooner. Well before now. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been amazing. I've always been worried about, you know, not being able to do, to work and do yeah. this stuff um, because of illness. But it hasn't really happened before. Well, and like I was not feeling good when I was first pregnant with her, but I live here. So all I had to do was drive 15 <laughs> minutes down the road, right. you know. Right. Whereas if Summer's sick, she has to get into a car at 4 a.m. <laughs> right. A little, di- and... a little bit of different commute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slightly different. Yes. But um, and then also just I couldn't even I didn't even have a voice. Like I couldn't have. Di- I right. couldn't have yeah. said I didn't I couldn't talk 
Right. Um, so that would have really gotten in the way. And then my face was super disturbing um, <laughs> as well. My face yeah. was a problem. You had face flu too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, so uh, every Wednesday we're at speech therapy for one of my kids. And so all the ladies, you know, they know us or whatever. Yeah. And so this last Wednesday, it was the first day I was out of the house, like driving around and doing, doing things. stuff. And uh, the lady, you know, I, we were talking and she was like, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I we got we got hit by the flu real bad at the house. We're really sick. Like, this is the first day, you know, I've been up and out and I feel OK. And she was like, she like literally like recoiled and was like, oh, really? Because you look really <laughs> sick. <laughs> oh, Georgia didn't like that at all. <clears throat> we're, we're all just struggling a little bit. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I wouldn't have wanted You're like comparatively <clears throat> compare. Yeah, I look much better. I look so much better <laughs> than I have in a while. But uh, yeah, I couldn't uh, do book club <clears throat> until now. Bless her little cute heart. <clears throat> We're just never gonna cut that out. <clears throat> she doesn't. This is like her waking up. Her wake up noise. Like she doesn't like she doesn't like getting up. Who does? So she just kind of fights it. <laughs> That's how I feel too. <laughs> Poor Eric was trying to like talk to me this morning, and I was like, mm, "Are you that oh. kind of person that like neat requires time to get up?" One hundred percent. Because that's how Matthew is, and I'm not that way. And I'm like, that's one of those things where like the world is made of two different kinds of people, yeah. people that can just like wake up and be no. up. Mm -mm. No, I can, I will get up with my alarm and I will get out of bed yeah. and I will start doing but things. But like mentally. But mentally I'm, I don't think I'm a pleasant, I don't think I'm very pleasant. And yeah. I need like a minute before I'm really like with it. I get up and like the moment I sense that Matthew's awake, I'm like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you six questions I've been thinking about? He's not ready for that. No. no. <laughs> Even after like one cup of coffee, he's like, I don't. Why are you asking me so many questions? <laughs> don't, don't do this to me. That's, that's me. I've had a hard time. Actually, there was a time in my life where I would not have owned that because uh -huh. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm yeah. totally fine. And I'm, I'm a normal. morning person. This is how everybody is in the morning. But then I found out that's not actually true. Yeah. Well, I found out that people are not all like me in the morning. Nope. It's harsh. It's yeah. harsh when you find out. But, it was. It's really yeah. rough. Okay. So, right. Book club. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in a while. So, I know. we're going to give you the obligatory Sorry. warning that we haven't seen each other in a while. So, we're going to be extra chatty right. in this episode. Right. Oh, so you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Your voicemails have been coming in. They're great. We asked for episode topics stuff that you guys want to hear us talk about and we've gotten a lot of really great suggestions i'm gonna start farming them oh, and just cool. shoot them all to you so you can sweet we can pick from them um we've had a lot of really great um things come up and actually what we're talking about today and what we're talking about next week are things that you guys have left voicemails about cool um so I'm excited to dive into some of those. Um, if you want to join the Sheologians Book Club, we are picking up again. Uh, let's see. So last fall we did, <clears throat> we read uh, Love Thy Body, which was super encouraging. I, I can't even tell you how much I benefited <laughs> from reading the book with you guys. Um, and then we did a fun little thing, kind of a critical thinking exercise in December where I kind of grabbed some 
what I thought were important articles and uh, sermons to read about certain topics, and we discussed those. And then um, this month, we are going to start reading Tactics, which I don't know. Um, I decided to pick a book that um, I have not read before. So I don't know if that is going to... <laughs> Wait, who is that by? Greg Kokel, I think is how okay. you say his last name. Because um, I can like imagine the cover. Yes, it's the um, chess. It looks oh, like a uh-huh. chess chessboard. Yep. So Tactics apparently is a classic. Um, and the 10th anniversary edition just came out. And all these people, people I super trust, um, Nancy Piercy being one of them, was like, hey, this book is great we should all read the 10th anniversary edition. <laughs> um, and it's by Gregory Kokel. I think I'm so sorry if I'm not pronouncing his last name right. And anyway, I have never read it. And one of the things people ask us about all the time, messages, voicemails, stuff like that is like people wanting to know, Hey, how do I, how do I talk to somebody about this kind of difficult thing? Like, how do uh-huh. I, yeah. how do I talk to my unbelieving family members about this? Or how do I talk to, Um, you know, my classmates about this. How do I talk to other people in the church about this? Um, And the book is all about how to discuss your Christian worldview and your Christian convictions and your Christian beliefs. Um, And I, like I said, I haven't read it. um, And I kind of, I specifically wanted to choose something that I would be reading for like with you guys. Well, I think you... It was good for the first one to read something you had already read in case there was not a ton of input that we could kind of like lead the group. But what you discovered is that you didn't have to do that at all. No, the people people in the book club are extremely, I can't tell you. I mean, I think I do tell you guys every episode how encouraged I was um, reading with you guys because I just think, you know, Christians that are busy reading the word are so much sharper than you think. I think sometimes we think of ourselves as kind of dumb, but it's just like, that's not, that's not who I was reading this book with at all. Um, And so anyway, I just thought I have so much confidence in the group of people that I'm reading with that I think I can read along with with you guys and have these discussions. And um, I want to know, I feel comfortable. Part of what I'm interested in reading the book about is, I feel comfortable talking about my beliefs. Like I don't feel. Yeah. It's, I don't really ever ask that question. How do I discuss this or that? Mm -hmm. Because I feel comfortable doing that. Um, But I want to, I kind of want to hear from somebody who's so trusted in that area, like how to discuss it. I want, and I don't think I, I haven't arrived, you know, although I feel comfortable, I haven't arrived. I'm not like, oh, I know how to handle every situation perfectly. I just think it would, it'll be good for all of us to think through this stuff. And yeah, um, yeah, I don't join the book club if you want. <laughs> if you want to join the book Very club cool. um, and read this along with us, I'm going to be um, talking a little bit more about what the actual game plan is, uh, the dates that we're going to start, what the reading schedule is going to look like um, at patreon.com slash So if you're interested and you want to know what all that's going to look like, then... Um, follow us there and we're going to get going on that pretty soon. Yay. So yeah, that's book club. Um, what else do we have to tell them before we get started? <coughs> Our planner's over. Let's see. This is going to come out. No. So you can use the code. Actually, it ends on the 15th. 
Okay. So um, today is the 13th, and um, for the next two days, you can still buy the planner at pageofjoy.com. And if you want $10 off plus free shipping, you can use the code SHE10. Um, we've had lots and lots of people buy one mm-hmm. and shoot us pictures and they're really excited and yeah. it's a really good planner really nice planner yes. well organized i planned on showing you guys how i was using mine and then i was almost dying so i didn't but you right <laughs> you have it written in your planner mm-hmm. show them this planner i planned i it. just thought like hey look here's how i'm using my planner i'll let you guys know right um, it just says, be sick, throw up at 3 p.m. Don't die. This is basically <laughs> all I had time to write. Hashtag blessed. So. But yeah, if you haven't gotten your planner for this year, it's still early January. It is. You still have time. Yeah. I remember, bless my husband's heart, I remember when he was trying to convince me to get a planner. Because <laughs> we would be talking about stuff uh-huh. and I would have a list of all the things that I was supposed to do that I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you should really, you know, write stuff down. Mm-hmm. I was like, who has time for yeah. that? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I got a planner and I was like, whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> you <laughs> were like, so not right. not forgetting anything anymore. <laughs> I did all this stuff I wrote down. This is amazing. <laughs> so cool. I see. I... I used to be really good at storing information like tasks and stuff in my brain. Mm -mm -mm. It's not been so great lately. Mm -mm. So I really do. Mm -mm. I mean, I've always been an avid planner user anyway. Yeah. No, not me. But, um, Uh -uh. but now it's particularly (laughs) important. I think none of you will be surprised to find out that joy is more organized than I am. (laughs) Absolutely zero. But not anymore because of your planner. Well, you have a planner too, so <laughs> doesn't even matter. I bet your planner is more organized than my planner. There's always there's always one of those. I've been listening to the Office Ladies. I'm sorry. We'll actually get to the topic in a second. I've been listening to the Office yeah, Ladies. You can skip all this. I mean, if you're skipping it, you won't hear me saying this. But <laughs> have you guys heard of the fast forward button? This is if you've gotten this far, <laughs> you might as well stick around. <laughs> yeah, just wait. I've been listening to the Office Ladies, uh-huh. which is the, I've been wondering how that is. I can't. I love it. I okay, even, great. I will not, listen also. It's not great, but I love it. Okay, but it's just you know, it's um. Pam from The Office and Angela from The Office are like breaking down each show um, like minute by minute, basically. That's what we're going to do. Once we run out of content, we're going to go back starting from (laughs) episode number one and just providing commentary. Right. Um, But anyway, uh, I was surprised to find out that um, Angela, the lady that plays Angela, Mm -hmm. she's actually named Angela. Um, oh yeah that's right she's actually very unorganized and kind of like crazy and pam is actually very organized and kind of whatever and it just made me think of you i don't everything (laughs) makes me think of you i eat red onion and think of you i don't know i'm always thinking of you in some (laughs) way so that's not really a special it's not really like inside info or anything always happening that had nothing to do i always think about you too (laughs) thanks at 5 a.m., I'll think of something and I'll be like... That's right. Message this to Summer. Thank you mm-hmm. <clears throat> for that. Yep. Uh-huh. Tell me about the thing. <laughs> Joy messaged me <laughs> while I was watching The Mandalorian Christmas morning at 5 a.m. It might have been 6 a.m. I might mm-hmm. be being dramatic. Well, we're at a time change, so I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. Tell him about the thing <laughs> that you messaged me about. Well... So it kind of is a part of an on a conversation that we're always having just a little bit when it comes to feminism and true 
I guess, rape culture, or as I'm more inclined to call it, like abuse culture. Yeah. yeah. Now it's a lot more. Yeah. All encompassing. Yes. Um, but what? Because we talked. What made me think of it is, we talked about um, like uh, conflating sexual mm-hmm. abuse statistics once in an episode, yeah. where like it's actually m- like one in forty. Right. Women are sexually assaulted, which is horrible enough. We don't need to make it one in three or four, right. which is like what some like people are claiming the statistic actually is. Right. Um, so that's bad enough. Like we don't need to conflate statistics and we don't need to conflate what sexual abuse actually is. Right. Um, in order to really make it sound bad. Like it is bad. Right. Oh, she doesn't like this topic. Okay. Go back to sleep. <laughs> she just gets really mad when you wake her up. You just like readjusted her and she like it's like she powered down. <laughs> That's the only way she does. She fights until her body forces her to not stay awake anymore. Okay, but so this is this topic technically the topic is abuse. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's sort of a part of a larger conversation that we've had. Right. Many, many times. Right. But so what I, what we see, what I see is, you know, this is just sort of a general issue. We see, um, like society having culture, having a view mm-hmm. and then the church kind of following mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. So I just want to have a conversation about like what abuse actually is, like what yeah. constitutes abuse. Because I think there is, there are people, I don't know if any of our listeners are doing this, mm-hmm. um, but there are people, there are groups of women, there are churches in general that are sort of a, a supporting this like conflated abuse mm-hmm. definition, yeah. which would make you think that abuse is happening in every church, in all kinds of marriages, um, like it's happening everywhere. It's constant. Um, and a part of that. So some of it is that when you start getting into stuff, you see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, but then a part of it is that I think we have uh, widened our definition mm-hmm. of what abuse is, which it is important to know what abuse is so that you can identify uh, it. really identify it for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also think generally it's more it's it is important that we know mm-hmm. we know what it is but also what it's not mm-hmm. because we the world and some christian culture will mm-hmm. tell us abuse is something that it's not right um and we don't need to be seeing it everywhere and we certainly shouldn't be assuming mm-hmm. abuse everywhere we look mm-hmm. um well i think there's yes. there's two there's two dangers there's two kind of uh, pits we can fall in in this discussion that we don't want to fall in. And the first is that um, I think a lot of times when we're discussing issues, we don't recognize our own biases. So um, I grew up in a very conservative Christian culture and the amount of abuse that I saw in that culture was almost zero. So my bias right. is my experience is Abuse is not rampant. That uh, was not right. my experience. So that is 
the bias that I come from. Right. Um, now, if you grew up in a conservative Christian culture and you saw a lot of abuse, your biases, no abuse is rampant right. here. And we all have biases. And if you don't believe that you have a bias, then your bias has blinded you. Yeah. So that's one ditch we can fall into. Right. The other is that we are, as a society, talking about bu- abuse so much at this point that what we can do as a reaction, we can be reactionary to that and then end up sounding like apologists for abuse isn't that bad, which is not something that you want to do. Right. So there's two ditches here that all of us can fall into very easily. But um, I think part of our problem that we're running into is that um, the, I think it's Vody who says that the grievance industry is like a billion dollar a year industry, right? Right. Abuse has been turned into an industry. Oh yeah. That's just not, well, because everyone it's not debatable. Everyone has been abused. Right. Is the is the headline here. Yeah. You have been yes. abused by someone who doesn't understand your experience as right. a woman or right. a trans. We're very sensitive. Whatever. We you know, in and it it's like our culture is going so far in this direction. You know, you hear people, you hear the term abuse thrown around so much that it right. almost, it's like racism. It almost doesn't right. mean anything right. anymore because you hear it so much. Everything is racist. Everything is abuse. But you don't want to swing so far the opposite direction that, you know, everyone sees abuse everywhere. So I'm not going to see abuse anywhere. Right. That's, we definitely, we shouldn't be right. like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I am promoting that we not look for abuse in every marriage that we know but also i do not condone right um uh men and women just being angry and horrible right. to each other on a regular basis right. like that's sin that right. needs to uh right be handled i think the certainly. big thing we need to work on and really keep our focus on is number one the gospel but just i mean the there's a difference between being a jerk and being abusive right um and i think we all forget how capable we are of being jerks every single day right um i find it so hypocritical and ironic that in mommy culture you know you have that very typical meme of like you know women that are constantly losing their tempers with their kids and they're so angry with their kids all the time and they're neglectful and mommy just needs some wine and they're really kind of awful to their children, but it's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you've had it rough. Like, it's hard, you know, you need to practice self-care. Right. You have this message of kind of like, it's okay to be a jerk because being a mom is hard. Right. But at the same time, you would never apply that the other direction. Like, you would never apply that to dads. Yeah. Um, well, gen- on this same, and like, the other side of the coin is that that moms, because they're females, tend to be less heard they don't they're not the head of the household they're not as you know they don't have a position of power right yeah therefore they can't be x y or z right but i just think we we have to have a biblical worldview when it comes to um our behavior and other people's behavior and a lot of times i think we forget that um you are you are capable of being just as toxic as the next person. Right. And I think that I do think the word toxic plays a part like in this conversation because Uh 
that is where we that that is kind of the distinct distinction that I'm looking to make. There is a difference between what most people would consider like a air quotes toxic person uh-huh. and like largely and an right. abusive person. We have right. so if if for you a toxic person is someone who physically abuses you, then okay. Yeah. I'm okay with that definition. <laughs> That's not I, a good person I agree. to have in your life. I agree with you. You need to have some distance. <laughs> yep. You can seek justice. You can, you There's know. There's a real problem um, here. Right. Um, but if a toxic person is just someone that like. Hurts your feelings. Is occasionally <laughs> or even more than occasionally selfish or yeah. rude. Um, yeah. That's not necessarily what we're talking about here. Right. We I mean, so you were t- you were asking me like the actual definition of abuse, and I think it's someone that is you not always, but m- many times chronically like cruel or violent mm-hmm. to someone. And t- yeah. to me, cruel there is a distinction between the word like cruel and mean, right? Which is that you either derive some sort of pleasure from yes. it, or you're cold and indifferent. Like right. they they're not a person. Almost like right. so I'm allowed to do this because because you're you either don't matter or I enjoy I'm allowed to do this because I like I enjoy doing it. Right. Right. And I think uh, a lot of times what we kind of end up doing is, you know, you have this difficult person in your life and I'm not I'm not down. We're not discounting, you know, someone who is actually abusive but I think right. what I've seen happen a lot that we need to to really steer clear from and not do is I've seen people, they come to realize suddenly like, oh, this difficult person that's really been stretching me thin and really been giving me a difficult time, right. they're actually abusive. And so right. once you've discovered this quote unquote abuse, all of a sudden you no longer have to you don't have to worry about this person anymore. You kind of right. get to draw a line and go, you know what? You're, you're abusive. So you don't get to be in my life or, you, you know, and I, mean? I certainly don't have to I forgive you or exercise patience you. or anything. I don't have to deal with you. And listen, I'm not discounting. There are times where that's actually happening. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the times that I've seen this, that's not actually happening. It's, it's these interpersonal relationships that are really difficult that don't, you don't want to deal with them. And maybe they are legitimately painful and maybe you, you aren't the person that initiated the problem. Um, but at the end of the day, we're not supposed to interact with others as though this is a, um, we're keeping a ledger Right. Of like, well, I've been difficult three gold bars and you've right. been difficult 12 gold bars. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I should cut you out. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times we can kind of use abuse, quote unquote, abuse as like a cover. You know, well, this person yeah. has been emotionally abusive or whatever. Right. But it's like, no, we're actually supposed to, you know, imagine doing that with your six year old child. I mean, right? really, kids. <laughs> no, I'm just, kids can be. Yeah, I'm all just those saying, things that you would like in a peer. They like your kids will do all those things and more. Every single. What if you had a six-year-old who just disregarded your kid will you? Tell you you're fat to your right, face. <laughs> disregarded you every single day, or just repeat, you know, unrepentantly over right. and over. 
made your day very difficult right, right? we what are you what are you gonna do be like well my kid's abusive to me so yeah. you know and we that sounds silly but we end up doing that with people that are our age because right. we think that we can yeah and i just think it's really a dangerous it's it's a it's a dangerous way to view people and i also think we need to be so careful when we start uh modeling our relationships after the world yeah um and obviously, just to add all the caveats, I'm not talking about people who are actually very abusive. We're going to, we're going to talk about that in a sec. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know which one we would talk about first. <laughs> right. This is how the episode <laughs> is, going. is coming together. Yeah. Um, but I think we to, to move on to that. Um, I think when we are talking about people who are actually abusive um, guilty of unrepentant abuse. I think the gospel, um, we have to be willing to apply the gospel to this. Right. Um, we have to be willing to apply the gospel to the perpetrator and the victim in any abuse case. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think the gospel is offensive to us, um, particularly in this area, um, because it is good news for the victim and the perpetrator. Right. The gospel is good news for both. Yes, that's true. Um, and so something I was thinking about was, you know, we all, we talk about um, 1 Corinthians 6, that passage, such were some of you, mm -hmm. for all kinds of reasons. But I was really looking at the list of what such were some of you, what it is. Yeah. Um, so you have fornicators, idolaters, <laughs> adulterers, effeminate, homosexuals, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, swindlers. Um, none of these people, none of that kind of person can inherit the kingdom of God. And such right. were some of you. Right. And so my thought was, uh, we read that list and we're like, oh, praise God. Like there's, there's yeah. hope for me. There's hope for the world. There's mm -hmm. hope for the worst of us. But do we really go out and apply that? Yeah. Because if you think about it, um, adulterers, fornicators, um, they're probably not the most pleasant people to be in a relationship with. Right. They're probably not the, um, they're probably emotionally manipulative and well, abusive. And, and even if they are nice to everyone, an adulterer was at least not nice to, to at least one person. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I think about thieves. How about, how about a thief? I know. Are you best friends with a thief? Um, is that the kind of person you welcome right. in your home? Uh, I know uh, covetous people are they're oh, yeah. bitter, angry, resentful. Do you think those people might be emotionally abusive? Right. Um, these are all the gospel was for them. The right. gospel changed them too. Right. Um, and so I think where we're at in a society is like we're willing to forgive all kinds of people. We we want to you know, rehabilitate the murderers in jail. Right. But if you're an abuser, there's no hope for you. Right. But that's not the message of the gospel. Right. And I think it's scandalous. I think it turns our expectations upside down. We love justice and we want justice and I support that and I, I love justice and I think you're free to pursue justice. Yeah. But it's so important not to treat these situations as though there's no hope. There's right. no, the gospel cannot be for that person is too bad. What right. that person has done is too bad. Right. Um, 
And so, well, or because I can't forgive them and won't forgive them, they can't be right. God wouldn't forgive them, right? But the thing is, is that you know you're that you have brothers and sisters in Christ who are fornicators, who are right. adulterers, who who are murderers, yeah, who have sexually abused people. Like yeah. there is you you cannot hold tightly to the gospel and drop that. And right. and, and I know it it is it's, it is scandalous and it's yeah. it's hard to look at. But that's the message of the gospel. And if you don't think that you are any of those things in that list, like you're deceiving yourself. Yeah. Like completely deceiving yourself. Right. And, so- and, now, and now these aren't, these are not the things, the types of things that we would say to someone that came to us and said, I've just been physically abused. <laughs> right. Of course. Not. This is not that conversation. But right. this is not... Well, this is a this we're talking to microphones to lots of different people. Right. Um, I don't so, know your situation. I'm not telling you right. how you. So if you think for, if you think for some reason that we are specifically talking to you. <laughs> right. And um, and your situation where like we right. can't speak to your individual instance of. Right. Whether you were abused or right. you weren't ab- like we I don't know. We're not telling you whether you were or not. That's not what's (laughs) happening. We're not going through the list of our, uh, our listeners and telling you what really happened. Like that's not, that's not the point of this. Right. Um, and we did do a a very long episode on abuse and how God views abuse. That we hope is very clear about how we feel. Right. Yeah. About, about it. Um, and it was specifically on sexual abuse, but, um, obviously physical right abuse they're categorized separately mm-hmm. um, but obviously closely related, closely related yeah. and then i think a lot of what sort of falls through the cracks is the um, emotional abuse or mm-hmm. neglect which are both still very serious right forms of abuse when they're happening yeah um and so we 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 want to take them right uh seriously and not not conflate Mm -hmm. uh neglect where it's not happening or emotional abuse where it's not happening um the point is we all because emotional abuse is kind of where like verbal abuse Mm -hmm. falls many many times um and it's very serious and it's very damaging and if at any point you think we're trying to minimize that i don't please that you're not hearing and again it's specific because there are there are times when when uh, verbal abuse is not happening mm-hmm. and then there are times when there there is yeah and and whether it's going to feel like it feels mm-hmm. crappy to have someone be mean to you mm-hmm. does that constitute verbal abuse that we're not here to tell you right. your thing right. what i would say is if if at any point in the last however long you have like you've thought like, Oh, I'm having like a lot of problems with this specific person. Mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of problems with my husband mm-hmm. or I'm having problems with this coworker or whoever. Right. Um, my, I think that the, to, in order to be responsible and to be good stewards, um, we, of our relationships, we need to be able to confront and reconcile mm-hmm. issues, whether that means that now yeah. there are boundaries in place or whatever. Yeah. But certainly um, another way that we don't want to be like the world right now in abuse culture mm-hmm. is that you certainly don't just want to, if something is happening to you, mm-hmm. you don't just want to write your expose 
and release it. Right. And and a bunch of people read it and then right. they become inflamed. Um, right. We deal with we deal with issues mm-hmm. of abuse. And that means like that falls on every category of right. abuse. That means that you get help. You right. talk to somebody. Well, and something super important in that is that we should be practicing church discipline. And yes, but the goal of church discipline is reconciliation. Right. Yes. I think a lot of us miss that. Right. We're all about the justice and maybe not so Get much that. about the reconciliation yeah. part, but it's like the goal of church discipline is to restore. Right. Um, and obviously sometimes excommunication will happen and is necessary because right. it couldn't be restored. But the goal is restoration right. always. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of times we forget. We think that we think the discipline is the end goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, because that's what feels best to you mm-hmm. as a victim. Right. But you being a victim is also not the end goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like your victimizer being that way forever is not necessarily the end goal. Right. You know. Right. So and and um, I love uh, in uh, Acts. I should have written this down. I did write it down. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> um, in Acts 25 verse 10, Paul basically says, you know, hey, if you guys find me guilty of a crime that is worthy of death, then I accept that. Like I accept my punishment. And so a lot of people will ask us because I believe that I believe in the death penalty and I believe that, um, I believe that, uh, if someone is convicted, um, of rape via two or three lines of independent witness, I believe they should be put to death. Um, I, I 100% believe that and would like to see that happen. Um, but people will ask me, well, what, what if the person, you know, repents and believes and is a Christian now and has repented of that? Like, do you still think they should be put to death? And I think they should follow Paul's example, honestly. Right. Um, but at the same time, I also think, you know, as Christians, we're free to pursue justice. We're free to forgive. And these aren't two different things. Right. Um, I think both both are necessary. We can't tell you every like you've said ad nauseum. I don't know your specific situation right. if you have one in mind. Um, but we can. So here's the thing I can say to a specific situation. If as a Christian, you ever think to yourself, I cannot refuse. I can. I cannot or refuse to forgive that person. Mm-hmm. You're not right. Right. And I like hear me say that with all the tact and nuance in the world. I'm not saying forgive them right now. This like this, this second, very moment. No matter what, what I'm saying is if you <laughs> if you find yourself in a pattern of I refuse to forgive that person, mm-hmm. that's that is that's a, a problem. problem. Yeah. And I think just the last thing I want to say on it is that um if you're a Christian, you believe that there is no escape from justice. So yes, if there yeah. is if there is no justice in this life, you know that there is justice right. in the next. Yeah. Um, so there's no such thing as justice not happening. Right. I know sometimes it feels that way. <coughs> and I'm not trying to minimize. Um, again, I'm all for earthly justice. Right. You guys can go back and listen to our episode on abuse and how we think that all of that should be handled um, from a biblical perspective. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like God promises that vengeance is his right. and that injustice will be. Well, and contemplate enacted. that till you believe it. Right. Because sometimes right. we don't always believe it. We right. really, when earthly justice is 
thwarted. Yeah. <laughs> it seems and it will like be. Yeah, it will be sometimes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, it <laughs> seems like, you know, we something wrong happened, you know. And ultimately, it, like, it did. Like, this world right. is not, there. you know, it's not perfect. Right. Um, but yeah, really um, believe right. that there's something beyond yeah. earthly justice. And yeah. we, we this really don't. This world is not all there is. And I, yeah. I'm not, we aren't saying that to minimize anything, but it is a comfort, I think. It is. Well, and that's what I mean. I guess what I mean by, like, really contemplate it is that I know that it's a struggle to believe right. that that something other than like tangible right. justice mm-hmm. it is going to be fulfilling. Right. But it be fulfilled by uh justice that takes place not necessarily here. Right. Because God's gonna take care of all of it. Yeah. I don't know. I there's a lot to say on the topic. Right. Really this is kind of the weird angle we wanted to come at it from of just like uh we don't want to think about this topic like the world. We want to think about it like Christians. We want to be mindful of our own biases. Um, We don't want to have such a strong reaction that we end up falling into the wrong ditch um, of just seeing abuse everywhere and being convinced that everyone but me is abusive. Um, Or, you know what I mean? And I hope that um, thinking about uh, what the Lord can do through the blood of Christ um, when it comes to both the victim and the perpetrator um, is just encouraging yeah. and, and will help us as we go throughout our lives and deal with very difficult people because you're going to deal with very difficult people. You're one of them. You're the most yeah. difficult person right. you're going to deal yeah. with. I'm willing to bet. <laughs> yes. And that doesn't mean that you deserve legitimate abuse. <laughs> right. You so don't. again, here are, hear us implore you mm-hmm to um, seek justice or reconciliation in any cases of abuse that are happening in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that means go to your pastors, mm-hmm. go to your husband, go with your husband. What, Whatever you need to do, the world will tell you that you are a victim and you will right. remain that way. Uh, the world yeah. will tell you that your victimizer is a victimizer and will remain that mm-hmm. way. Um, that is not yeah. what the gospel says. Mm-hmm. So... Um, talk to people about it receive Mm -hmm. counsel Mm -hmm. um do not hide it away Mm -hmm. in your heart if it's legitimate abuse it deserves justice if it's Mm -hmm. not it will turn into bitterness which will just poison everything Mm -hmm. um yeah don't do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) don't do it how about that (laughs) just don't do it you guys stop it okay well that's it for this week we have a mildly lighter topic lined up for next week i don't know I never know with us. It just <laughs> depends on how much caffeine we've had, honestly. And the answer is not enough. I'm doing really well because I don't drink coffee anymore, but I did have coffee. Yeah, I can see that in your eyeballs. So I'm feeling <laughs> a little more mentally alert and awake. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm feeling the most, like I have my brain together more than recently. It could just be that you look amazing. for four months, I've been having a slow caffeine withdrawal. Yeah it's possible no you look great your eyes are very bright and awake and caffeinated (laughs) and that's it for this week and we'll see you guys next week yeah